friends. And how I met your mother, I'm David. I'm Natalie. I should have said ahoy. Yeah. But we'll get to that later. Uh, how are you, Natalie? It's the holiday season. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Holidays continue to be in full in full swing. The holiday season is upon us. If if you are a chosen one, happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Although this is probably coming out. No. It'll be the sixth night of Hanukkah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Happy Hanukkah. Um, yeah, we had a nice Hanukkah dinner on the second night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went out to a place that had a, a Hanukkah, special Hanukkah menu, so that was fun. I and had I, some liver. I made you some matzo ball soup today. Today, yeah. 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 Really, We're having a really... Really jewing it up <laughs> this year. Uh, I love it. I'd say make it next, week, next year we should plan to make it even more Jewy. Okay. Am I allowed to say Jewy? I don't know. I don't think I am. No. Yeah, <laughs> you're like the um, the dentist on Seinfeld. Tim Watley, Frank. Yeah, Cranston. Tim. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Just because uh, you married one doesn't mean you can make jokes. I didn't make jokes. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not making jokes like Tim Watley. But yeah, I've heard you use the word Jewy, and it just like popped into my mind. And, and as soon as I said it, I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what could we do that would be I guess yeah I don't know I mean what do you you, have I'm a, saying you would know yeah but what do you did you have something in mind no for next year okay. no I mean you, you would know well I mean I requested that you'd say the prayer when you let the menorah the other night and you did it the first night or the mm-hmm. second night or whatever yeah uh, so maybe yeah the all the prayers I don't know should we give each other eight little gifts we could do uh, we could play dreidel yeah, we spun dreidels at the at dinner the other night. Yeah, but it it's fun. fun when you like follow the rules. Yeah, I've never learned what the do rules the points. are. Yeah. yeah, I don't want any guilt because I don't like cheap chocolate. Um, yeah. I like at the very least like brand name chocolate. You know. Yeah. Like even Hershey's is not great, but it's better than guilt or whatever. You know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is not a podcast about Hanukkah traditions. This is a podcast about friends. And How I Met Your Mother, we watch an episode of each every week. We're tracking the shows in concurrence with one another, and we are going to recap both episodes and compare and contrast with some of the fun segments. In case this is your first episode, that's how this is going to go. So what we're on is we're on season six, episode 11 of both shows. Season six, episode 11 of Friends is called The One with the Apothecary Table. Uh, season six, episode 11 of How I Met Your Mother is called The Mermaid Theory. So we are going to put a pin in that mermaid. And uh, I thought you were going to, like, you used to do an ouch thing. Yeah. Ouch. (laughs) That's better than I could have hoped for. (laughs) Um, And we're going to jump in with both feet uh, or jump onto the Friends Season 6, Episode 11, the one with the apothecary table. So we pick up exactly where we left off, although we don't at first realize it's exactly where he left off because Joey comes into Monica and Chandler's to tell everyone that he and Janine kissed, which yeah. is how the last episode ended. And then we realize it like literally just happened, just happened. and she's still over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's funny. Uh, then they're, they're clearly like together because they're at the park and, and Joey and Janine are loving up on each other. Yeah, they're hot and heavy. Um, yeah, they're hot and heavy. Apparently Janine's the best kisser <laughs> ever. Um... That's what he, uh, Joey tells Rachel and Monica after Janine leaves for dance class. She kisses better than his mom cooks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, the Chandler comes into the park, and he's got a bunch of uh, Rachel's mail. Um, he's going, Rachel's, Rachel's, Rachel. No, that's... Uh, when I've told you before, one of my favorite jokes of King of the Hill is Hank Hill walking in the front door with the mail and going, Bills, Bills, Bills. Why do we keep getting Bills mail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <that's very> <laughs> um, anyway, but uh, so he hands... Um, Chandler hands Rachel a bunch of her mail, including a Pottery Barn car- uh, catalog, and she points out... The apothecary table she ordered from the Pottery Barn um, that's coming to her in, I must said Janine, her in Phoebe's apartment. And um, um, Monica's like, what are you doing? Phoebe hates the 
Pottery Barn because it represents like mass produced. Yeah, it's which I kind of get. Soul like it, everything, yeah. it has no character. Yeah, um, I used to hate IKEA for that reason, but then I became a realist. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you need stuff. I'm, we don't yeah. have much IKEA stuff now, yeah, do we? we? Don't. we don't. But yeah, there was a, there's a period in your life where like you're gonna get IKEA stuff. Now we have, you know, we're a little bit more comfortable. We shop at Wayfair, <laughs> another mass-produced. That's true. Giant yeah, conglomerate. Um, I with Wayfair chest of drawers. We had a Wayfair futon that sucked. Yeah, it was the worst. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else we have from, from Wayfair, but that was uh, just did like not little like tables. Yeah. and the stuff outside. Yeah, but we also do like Rachel pretends to in this episode. We do go to flea markets. They yeah. go to. Um, uh, Melrose Trading Post? Post Melrose Trading Post yeah so um, I don't know if, how you listeners how you friends and mothers feel on my other podcast Battleship Retention we will often get very specific about Los Angeles stuff and our listeners have come to enjoy that from what I understand yeah. I don't know if that's true of the friends and mothers but in case you are one of them yeah every Sunday at the corner of Melrose and Fairfax on the grounds of uh, Fairfax High School mm-hmm. uh, there is an enormous flea market you have to pay to get in I mean, like it's like five bucks but you pay to get in yeah but it goes um, to the school yeah yeah it's fundraising stuff there. Uh, and yeah there's Campus. a lot of stuff there um, we've gotten a lot of stuff there mm-hmm. in the past including we have a we have like a map theme for our home Wait, decor lots of so we have lots of like reproduction of, of classic maps and we've gotten most of those from Melrose Trading Post Melrose Trading Post there's also the Rose Bowl flea market, which I've never been to, which is like the That's biggest one. one. In That's a good one. There's a Silver Lake flea market. There's a Larchmont flea market. Oh, yeah. I've been to the Larchmont farmer's market. Yeah. You and I went together. Yeah, I think there's also a flea market. Yeah. But I used to live, when we were first, when we first started dating, I lived near the Larchmont area. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I know you and I went to the farmer's market and got some like tamales or something. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's tamale season, by the way. We gotta yeah, get. We, we should. We gotta some. stock up. Yeah. We live. We, I don't not to give people too. Again, to get <laughs> Los Angeles specific, but not to give people too much an idea of where we live. One of the places that always comes up on like best tamales in Los Angeles. What is, is it called? Like it's. Well, okay. If you go to most farmers markets. Even in not even on, only in Los Angeles in the greater Southland area, if there's a tamale person, they're often selling migusta tamales. Okay. We live near the, the migusta sort of factory, but yes. there's they also have like a window where you can literally just go up and buy tamales right yes, there, straight from the source, straight from the factory. We live, I don't know, four blocks from it or something. <laughs> yeah. Probably a little more than that, but yeah. We uh, also have we a lot go. of good, it's time. like uh, vegan Mexican food mm-hmm. restaurants that also do tamales. But Megusta has so many. But you think that the baseline Megusta tamale is not? I'm not sure. Not vegetarian. I'm not sure. All right. Well, that was off. But yeah, this is all to say. You know, if you're decorating your place, you want it to have character. But we also understand that money is tight for a lot of people. Things are increasingly more expensive. Yeah. If you got to go to IKEA because you fucking need it. You know, yeah. you need a table to put things on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no judgment there. Yeah. Uh, I've never been to a potty, pottery barn, even though I, uh, man, I'm getting all, all sorts of specifics. I work like a block and a half from the Beverly Hills Pottery Barn, uh, but I've never been in there. Never been inside any pottery barn. You know where I've never been into is a container store. Neither have I. But I think I would like it. Wait. Yeah. I've never been in a container store. I've walked past, there used to be one at, Lots of specifics. The uh, Century City Mall. I don't think it's a, that mall has been completely like redone over the years. Yeah. So I don't know which stores are there and which aren't. But yeah, I used to work in Century City, and and I definitely would walk past the Container Store because I remember there was a Borders next to the Container Store, and when Borders were go- was going out of business, I bought a bunch of cheap Blu-rays. Mm. Um, anyway, so I've never been inside a Container Store. I've never been inside <coughs> a Crate and Barrel. There's Ooh. also one of those near my work. I, I realized that I like don't actually know what Crate and Barrel makes. Like, I know it's not just like crates and barrels. Nope, that's it. <laughs> uh, it's just like home furnishings. Like, in I, okay, general. I've been inside a Pier One Imports. Ugh, love Pier One. Oh, okay. Um, used to live near one of those. Now it's uh, Harbor Freight Tools, I think. 
by your old yeah. work in Hollywood. Yeah. I think that's what it's called now. All right. Anyway, Pottery Barn. So, uh, do you think Pottery? <laughs> I love it. Do you think Pottery Barn was like okay with like kind of being like the butt of the joke? But are they? they? I mean, everyone loves them by the end of this episode. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess. But so. I don't know if they have to be. I, I think you're allowed to. But I guess like the Pottery Barn, like understanding that what they stand for is like just like mass-produced. Everyone had one soulless. They're like, yeah. "Yeah, As long as people are buying them, we don't care. You know what? Okay, another tangent. You know what Pottery Barn is? It's bourgeois, but people people have taken the word bourgeois. And turned it into the word bougie. Yeah. But then the word bougie has come to mean something that bourgeois never meant. Yes. Bougie just means like fancy now, as yes. opposed to like social striving, like, yes. m- you know, middle class people who are trying to put on the airs yes. of the aristocracy. That's what bourgeois is. So something like Poverty Barn <laughs> is like, it's mass produced, but it looks like you have taste or whatever you, you have yeah. like such a hang up on that but like language is fluid so I, it now no. means something different yeah i'm not you i know the language correct is fl- people and be like i've never corrected anyone but in your mind you yeah, want to correct it, it, them it, no i don't want to correct them it is difficult for me in the way that some people continue to have difficulty with like the singular they for, for like non-binary people mm-hmm. you know um that is something that it's like the the word bougie when i hear it i have to like stop and do the mental like translation to yes. be like bougie comes from bourgeois but does not mean bourgeois i have to think that every time i haven't gotten past it i know language the, the lexicon is fluid yes or else we'd all be talking like fucking beowulf yeah you know um it's okay to say can i go to the bathroom if, if your fucking, like, English teacher is still doing the, like, I don't know, can you? May I? Tell them. Yeah. Uh, language is fluid. Um, whenever not, not I see Beowulf. a bumper sticker that says, uh, who saved who, with, like, a paw print, yeah. I'm always like, mm, whom? Yeah, who, who saved whom? Who saved whom? Yeah. Uh, anyway. So, Pottery Barn is bourgeois, but it's not bougie. Yeah. Because bougie means something different. Uh, anyway, Monica and Chandler were wasting so much time. Yeah. Monica and Chandler and Joey and Jeanine are coming home from a double date. They're having uh, having a laugh in the in the hallway, but then and then they make plans for the next night. And then as soon as they as Joey and Jeanine get in, Jeanine's like, "Oh, we got to get out of the plans for the next night." Turns out Jeanine does not like Monica and Chandler. Yeah. Um. Which like. I know, like, obviously our allegiances are with the friends, but also, like, I, I kind of get it. She's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Chandler is blah, blah. Yeah. And Monica's loud, but I don't think that would bother me as much. Yeah. Um, I mean, Monica is my favorite of them, so. Uh, I don't know if Monica's my favorite. I don't know. We've, Phoebe, we've, Phoebe's we've, our favorite. Or Joey's our favorite. I think Phoebe's maybe our favorite. Monica is the one I most relate to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um as evidenced by my big grammatical nitpicking. Yeah. I'm very much like Monica in many ways. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. So meanwhile, Phoebe is, uh, Rachel is telling an obvious lie to Phoebe about how she got the apothecary table at a flea market. And she knows all this history about it that she's clearly making up and Phoebe buys it. Cause she's a sweetheart. Uh, but then Ross is having Phoebe and Rachel over, for movie uh, night. For movie night. Um, I guess that means that Rachel and Phoebe are manatees to Ross, right? To yeah. to, to borrow from yeah. the next episode. Anyway, um, and it turns out Ross also got the same table. He's super excited about it, but Rachel's like, no, we have to cover it up. Um, Ross thinks that Phoebe's weird because she's a twin and twins are weird. And uh, Rachel points out the, the hypocrisy of a twin wanting everything to be one of a kind when she's not one yeah. of a kind um let's see uh meanwhile then it's the next, so it's the next night and or it's that it's, it's the second night after the double, double date uh, chandler and monica are expecting joey and janine but joey uh says janine's sick 
but it turns out that was the wrong excuse. So she was he was supposed to say she's going to a play mm-hmm. or something. Um, so Joey has to confess that Janine doesn't like them and tell them why. Uh, meanwhile, while they're watching the movie, Phoebe kicks over the wine onto the table they've covered up with the sheet, mm-hmm. and then she finds the table. And Rachel continues to like dig herself deeper and lies, and Phoebe continues to be gullible. Or is it just kind and sweet? Like, I don't know. To a certain extent, like, I understand, like, a gullible person is someone who is, like, open and accepting right. and thinks the best of people. Yeah. And maybe because they that's not me. They constantly take advantage yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Joey invites Chandler and Monica to a movie. Oh, so Joey comes over the next day to apologize for Janine and say, why don't we go see a movie or something together? Uh, we find out that back when Joey was keeping Chandler and Monica's romance a secret, Chandler paid him $200. Paid him off, yeah. <laughs> um, back at Rachel and Phoebe's apartment, Rachel bought a bunch of Pottery Barn stuff and is lying about all of it, and Phoebe is, again, still buying it. Yeah. Um, and then Phoebe says something repeats something that Rachel had said about Ross's taste in front of Ross. And so Ross, to get back at Rachel, is like, why don't you take Phoebe to this flea market where you keep finding all this stuff? Yeah. Uh, obviously, they don't find anything at the flea market. I'm surprised Rachel even knew how to find a flea market. Yeah. But on the way back, they walk past a pottery barn. Yeah. A real, like, I mean, obviously not a real one. It's a stage. But, like, it has the pottery barn, lo- like, font and everything, mm-hmm. which is still the same, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't changed it. Um they walk past a pottery barn and Phoebe uh, realizes what's going on, but then she kind of likes the stuff and like the window display is exactly their apartment. Yeah. Everything <laughs> except like one item. Yeah. Uh, but then Phoebe kind of like talks herself into how she likes it, but she <laughs> needs Rachel to like guide her there, I guess. Yeah. Um, let's see. So coming home from another double date, Janine apologizes and says, I liked you. This is the movie, I guess, they came home from. Uh, but then they get inside, and it turns out she didn't like them. Um, and uh, Joey says, like, I can't be with you if you don't like my best friends. And so she apologizes to Monica in the hallway, but then that doesn't go well, and they start fighting, and the fellows are like, let's go watch the fight, or whatever. That's kind of how the episode ends, except we get um, a scene at the park at the end where we find out Janine has moved out, and Ross um, thinks that Joey coming to see him give a lecture will cheer him up, and the idea uh, that (laughs) Ross thinks that actually cheers Joey up, and that's the end of the episode. Do you have any any stray observations, or should we move on to Funniest Moments? Mm. Yeah, I liked I liked some of the details in this. Like it's um, cold, so they're all you know there's snow on the ground, and they're all like bundled up. So they're all wearing like we, I guess we could talk about that in fashion. Also, like we get a Zaybar's bag, just like a oh, really? passerby has a oh, Zaybar's bag, notice. which I like those little yeah, touches. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Funniest moments. Um. Okay. I have okay. quite a few. Oh, I don't have that many, but um. I have two from two different scenes. The first one is when Joey tells Monica that Janine thinks she's loud. She goes, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, Monica, um, like, resorting to violence with Janine and hitting her with a bag of garbage. Well, like the garbage bag assault. Yeah, I had that, but also the moment right before that, which I thought you would love because you, you love jokes about people saying things under their breath. Yes, so, yes. like... After they after they like make up, Jeannie is like, "Okay, I'll see you." And then she turns as she turns around, she goes, "I'll hear you." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I loved everything about that. Yeah. Um, okay, and then my last one is same thing when Joey tells Chandler that Jeannie thinks he's blah. He says, "I am not blah. I am a, a hoot. hoot." Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'll start at the beginning. Um, when Joey is like blabbing to the crew about kissing Janine because they're like, just face it, like she's not into you. And he said, um, we kissed it up real nice. (laughs) (laughs) And that reminded me of like something Kramer would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, Also, when Joey's lying about Janine, like he said that she's sick and he got the lie wrong and he's like, well, you know what they say, starve a fever, go to a play for a cold. (laughs) Um, when Chandler says, I, mean, to, I don't think starving yourself is ever a good like 
home remedy for anything. No, of don't course starve not. yourself. No, of course not. Um, also, when uh, Chandler brings Rachel her mail, and she's like, "I just want the pottery barn. You can throw the rest rest away." And he's like, "I'm not your garbage man. I'm your mailman." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, when Rachel's like making up like history of different items, and she's like, "It's from your like the days of your, you know." And Phoebe's like, "Yeah." And then um, Ross is like, "What are some other time periods, Rachel?" So you got your your as yesteryear, <laughs> colonial times, and that's all of them. Um, also, like Ross now now has to lie that he got the sheets at Pottery Barn, right? Or at um, at the flea, market, at the flea yeah. market, and Phoebe's like, "You bought your sheets at the <laughs> flea market, like." If you need some money, like I can yeah. help when, you. Yeah, he, when he he's like, you ruined my sheets, and he's and <laughs> Phoebe's like, you I'll cents. give you the eighty cents. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Yeah, I think that's all I have. So moving on to friends, but make it fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved when um when Joey is making up the excuse about Janine. Monica is wearing a like embroidered sweatshirt that has like a flower? embroidered like flower yeah. on it. I thought yeah. it was very cool. It was cool. I like um, Phoebe's space buns and like purple geometric turtleneck. Uh, I like the space buns. Yeah. I don't, I don't like the. I like the turtleneck. geometric. It reminded me of the shirts at Dan Flash's. <laughs> uh, I think you should leave. Um, oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, the more complicated the pattern is, the more expensive the shirt is. Yes. Uh, last thing I mentioned, just because I'm in a judgmental mood, um, when Joey comes over at the beginning. He's got his slacks on. He's got his shirt tucked in, but he's got empty belt loops. I don't, I don't like that look. I never wear a belt, so does that I bother think it's, you? No, I think I think it's like wearing a hat and shirts. The rules are different for men. I think women can have an empty belt loops. I think men, it looks weird. I don't even own a belt. I own many belts. No, I own like five belts. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I mean. That's just my personal taste. Men, if you got belt loops and people can see them, put a belt in those loops. Friends and mothers. Yeah, what friends and think? mothers. What do you think? Um, hashtag. What, what do you think of empty loops? Have have belt, empty- belt it out. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say hashtag empty loops, but I think belt it out is better. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, real quick, let's go to props to the props department. Um so in, did you notice in the perk they had, uh, so that, um, that famous painting by George Rodriguez, the blue dog, like the Cajun, there was a blue dog uh, okay. poster and then also a coffee table book oh, wow. on the same blue dog. Once you see it, you'll recognize it. Blue. It's like pop art. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's like a little blue corgi. Yeah, it's really cute. And it's, got, and it's friends with a, a a red gator. It is friends with a... Yeah, it's like Cajun, yeah. Cajun art. Watch out for that gator. <laughs> um, also, <laughs> the um, Joey's apartment, they have Oreo O's. Oh. Um, also, Those are probably Janine's. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, we'll get to this later, but Chinese takeout and lots of it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Also, Wait, there was Chinese takeout in Friends. I, that's why I said yes. The very first scene at the house, they're all eating. That's Chinese. what they're eating when Joey yes. comes over to brag. Yes, um, they also have a bowl of pears, a giant I, bowl of pears. Yeah, and um, Mazel to the Magna. Well, who's they? Uh, Monica and Chandler. That blue and yellow bowl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Mazel to the Magna. We have a fire-breathing dragon. Yes, saw that. And was there a knight there too? No night. Just a Friday, Friday night. Okay. Um, Unless I missed a night. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, was there a night, friends and mothers? Yeah. Uh, Hashtag night or not. <laughs> Hashtag oh what a night. <laughs> or not. <laughs> or not. <laughs> okay. Um, under the umbrella, what do you what, what do you got? Um. When uh, Monica's trying to modulate her um, her voice level, and um, she's practicing, and Chandler's like, that's a perfect decibel, and she says, I know! <laughs> uh, yeah, that was one of mine, and then I also had just, like, Ross is boring. 
That's uh, that's under the umbrella. That's a running thing. Yeah. With yeah. The, with the lecture. Yeah. Also under the umbrella. Yeah. Too many, too many pairs and um, overdoing the Chinese food takeout order. Although, like, if you're getting together with a big group of people, you're going to order, like, a lot of things. And if you do it, like, family style, that makes sense. But I still think you're going to order one no dish. more than one entree per person. And, and maybe then some, like, you know, sides, sides. of rice and some and egg rolls. That might be what they do. You know? Yeah. Maybe we're too um, harsh. It's too bad Joey wasn't with them because with six you get egg roll. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else? On that note? <sighs> Reference to a forgotten 60s family comedy. Is that a good note to go on a break on? Yeah. All right. Wait, what are you talking about? We six you get egg roll? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's take a break. Okay. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, we're back from our break and we're ready to uh, jump into How I Met Your Mother, Season 6, Episode 11, The Mermaid Theory. Natalie, take it away. Okay, so... Uh, Zoe is like the new addition to their friendship group. And part of that is the um, the regularity of the captain. And they're all kind of afraid of the captain. Yeah. And Marshall figures out why they're so afraid of the captain by blow by taking a photo of him, blowing it up, yeah. and then like having a poster created. And it's he figures out that like his he has a smile that looks happy, but then his eyes have, like, murder in them. Which is, like, very funny because I got, I kept getting, like, reminders of evil Dale Cooper. Yeah, yeah. You know, because, That's like, right. How's he Annie? does have, yeah. like, evil eyes. Yeah, or is it, where's Annie? Yeah. Where's Annie? Um, so, Ted wants to invite everyone to the Frank Lloyd Wright retrospective. And no one wants to go, but then he's just going to go with Zoe. And then everyone is like, ooh, yikes. Like, you shouldn't hang out with a, a married person if you're yeah. friends with her. Do you think the listeners can hear me roll my eyes? Well, no, you said, ugh. Did I? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I hate this shit. This is some Mike Pence shit. This is some Mike Pence shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. Totally. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't like... Mother doesn't like when I'm alone with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, like... I can't be trusted, says Mother. I know, because that's, like... Mike Pence is either saying, I don't trust myself around women, or I don't trust women. Either. Like, Both of those things yeah, are bad. Yeah, yeah. so, like... I don't know. If, if I were in a position where I were, like, nervous about you being alone with another man, like... What does that say about I know, the problem is... Yeah. The problem yeah. lies elsewhere. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, that would say more about you because that means like when you're around a woman, you can't control yourself. Yeah, so, or it just means I don't trust you, which yeah. isn't true. And also, you know, men can't control. Yeah, it's just all bad. Well, I mean, men can't control themselves around you. I've seen it. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I did see an unnamed. Remember, this is years ago. I saw an unnamed famous person check out your ass at a bar. You can name him. <laughs> okay, because you love it. I love it. It was uh, Tom Lennon from Nine Nine One in the Because he's the one of my favorites, it's, so yeah. I'm like, and okay. We were at the, I, I can say the bar, the White Horse, because I don't think it's there anymore. And I think you, you were either closing out or ordering another drink. In some way, you were, for some reason, you were leaning forward over the bar. And he stepped up to the bar next to you to order a drink, and I caught him, like, looking at your ass. <laughs> Maybe I was, like, wiggling around, like, yeah. asking for it. Um... <laughs> So there are rules, I guess, to hang out with married friends or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lily has a bunch of dumb so rules. So the rules are um, don't go anywhere that has candles. Number two is don't share food. And number three is don't lie about anything. Um, and so they're saying, like, you can't be friends. And then Marshall and Robin are trying to prove them wrong by saying, like, we're going to hang out. Because they don't. 
typically hang out. Yeah, but I don't think that was trying to prove him wrong. It was just that, like, Robin was saying that Marshall and Lily could hang out because they, or sorry, Lily was saying that Marshall and Robin could hang out because they're, like, old friends. It's not a new friend. Right. But then they realized that they, they don't. They never so they were do. Like, so they're like, hey, let's, let's do it. Out. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I, guess, I don't envy you having to recap this episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, it's, it gets very tricky because, so now that Ted and Zoe are going to this exhibit and Marshall and Robin are pairing off, all that's left is uh, Barney and Lily. And um, we first are presented with Lily saying nah to Barney's offer to hang out. Um, but then... They got in like a huge fight, and Ted forgets, and like Bob break, Saget. Ted. Bob Saget forgets, breaks the fourth wall in like the ki- like telling the kids the story, and the yeah. kids are very patient, and he's like, I truly don't remember what happened. Um, yeah, and Barney and Lily break the fourth wall. They literally like look at the camera and then like look at their watches. <laughs> yeah. Like, are yeah. you gonna remember what happened? Here? Yeah. Um, so Zoe gets a call from the captain. And she answers, "Ahoy!" <laughs> What's the ringtone? The Simpsons? Oh, I I, I thought it I was. Doubt it. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, that's. I mean, that song. I don't know. Okay, there was like a funny ringtone. Maybe yeah. it was like a nautical theme song or something. I don't know. You sure you um, weren't hearing the ice cream truck outside? But then I, maybe. <laughs> but then I was thinking. Oh. Monty Burns answers a phone. Ahoy, hoy. Ahoy, hoy. Yeah, so then I was, like, thinking. I was in my head. Um, okay, they're at McLaren's, and Lily's again saying, like, it's not okay um, to be friends. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, Marshall and Robin are on their date. Um, it's very awkward already. They have three things that they can talk about, cold weather, sports, and cold weather sports. Um, they go through everything in 16 seconds and they're just like yeah. having an awkward conversation um, and just staring at each other and then um, their um, eyes are twitching <laughs> and then the server comes by and says like can I get you something to drink and there's like yes yes so yeah. they like decide to get drunk um, that breaks the awkwardness um, Barney's like eating sad ice cream at McLaren's McLaren's has ice cream well Remember, this is Bob's. This is Bob Saget Ted's faulty memory. But do you think he thinks that McLaren? Do you think McLaren's has ice cream on the menu? Let's see. I'm trying to think. Maybe for birthdays. I'm trying to think of like, not like gastro pubs, but just like pub pubs that mm-hmm. we have gone to that have food, like Pineapple Hill, which you don't go to anymore. They had food. They had good food. Yeah. Did they have desserts on the menu? Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Well, what did they have? I don't remember, but I know they had desserts. So that's, I guess, I, I think of McLaren's as being Pineapple Hill-ish. Right. And if it's like an Irish pub, they probably have like sticky toffee pudding with ice cream or right. yeah. Um, yeah. apple pie with ice cream. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like a comically large ice cream yeah. sundae. Um, and he's mad at Lily. Um, and then we're... Like, confused because Ted doesn't remember the story. Like, did um, Lily save... Barney also has an ice cream cone outside. Well, that's because... And is walking into the street. Initially, Bob Saget, Ted, remembers it as taking place in in McLaren's, but then a motorcycle drives through McLaren's, and he's like, oh, wait, this took place outside. Yeah. So it's a different... It's like he has the outside ice cream cone instead of the inside... Sunday. So in one version, Lily saves Barney from getting hit by mm-hmm. a motorcycle. Yeah. Okay. Um, meanwhile, uh, the captain invites, well, Ted thinks it's like he's going to hang out with the couple. And that's the only way that they could be friends. That, that's what Lily says. Like, you have to be friends with both members of yeah. the couple. So yeah. Ted agrees to go on the captain's boat with Zoe and Captain um, Zoe has a sickness, so she, it's just the captain and Ted. Um, captain and Ted Neal. <laughs> um, I was just thinking, this just occurred to me now, um, in the awkward conversation between Robin and Marshall, Robin mentions how, that it's, a uh, it's cold out. Yeah. It's December and it's cold out. It must be freezing out there on that boat. Oh yeah, it's like Titanic. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Okay, so uh, Ted's getting increasingly like terrified of the captain on the boat. Yeah. He's like, wow, we're really far out. He's afraid. Um, let's see. Um, at dinner, um, they're talking about it being boring. Um, okay, and then... Wait, who... Barney tells Marshall about the mermaid theory? Well, oh. Marshall tells Robin about the mermaid theory. That, and then we get the flashback get the flash to back. Barney telling okay. Marshall about so it. So the mermaid theory is basically Marshall's like hiring a new assistant. Barney refers to her as I broccoli because she's like so ugly and Except she's not eye candy, I guess. Right. But she's clearly, it's like a parody of the like, yes. she's all that like. like she's she's wearing a beautiful. ponytail and has yeah. glasses. Yeah. But yeah, she's like. Clearly, like, <laughs> which is like, I always like felt so offended because I always have glasses and a ponytail. Yeah, but you're adorable. But that's like the stand-in for like ugly and homely. Yeah. Uh. Um, um. Did you ever see what's it called? Loaded we- National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon One, the like Lethal Weapon parody. Mm-mm. And there's a character we meet her, and she's like in this old buck tooth librarian with like literally like mold in her teeth mm-hmm. and then they go outside and they're going to go somewhere and she's like hold on a second let me take my hair down and she does this and comes up and literally for the rest of the movie it's Kathy Ireland <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah like and also I don't like the idea that like Marshall yeah this is very Mike Pensy Marshall can't even like trust himself around an attractive assistant because he will ultimately like harass her if she's too attractive yeah or try to have sex on the yeah. desk like george and the cleaning woman yeah marshall <laughs> come on i thought you were one of the good ones um and also like who, yeah who are you to say that like she's not like you think she's gonna not gonna be able to resist you yeah 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 she might not be into you at all yeah but it's like a power dynamic so he's like convinced that like right whatever um so then barney talks about the mermaid theory the myth of the mermaid so 30 years ago and we get like a flashback to the days of yore like their old sailors 300 years ago yeah like sailors were so lonely in the middle of the ocean that manatees started looking good to them yeah so um he's like it's only a matter of time before she turns from a manatee into a mermaid and then we see like what's supposed to be a hilarious manatee costume and then like I thought the manatee costume was funny I mean it is it is funny but then like slowly like the manatee gets like a blonde wig and um seashell bra and like turns into a mermaid yeah um so iris is a manatee and then after one year three months and 16 days she turns into a mermaid um robin is a uh, manatee to uh barney marshall marshall yes 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 um and then they say like the sea does strange things to men and then we're back on the boat with the uh-huh. captain and Ted. Um, Ted is, like, so afraid he's going to, like, jump off the boat. And then he's like, oh, this is silly. And then he accidentally, like, falls off yeah. the boat. Um, he tells the captain that he was, like, afraid. Yeah. And the captain... Um, uh, yeah. Um, the captain kind of, like, admits that he's having a hard time. Yeah. Um, kind of relating to some of Zoe's friends because he's older and kind of in a different, yeah. uh, I don't know, crew. Um, but yeah, the captain is very funny and I like him a lot. Um, Barney eats all of Lily's onion rings and then Lily calls him fat and he's like, you should never call a girl fat. And that's when Ted's like, wait, the story is wrong. Yeah. Um, Barney's actually saying it to Lily. This is why I did, said I didn't envy you trying to recap this yeah, episode. I always struggle with it, and this just but this one is so a, much yeah, particularly. Worse. Ted like admits defeat that he he says like he doesn't remember the fight. Um, Ted gets his phone harpooned. <laughs> Wait, does he? He can't get called to yeah, and then the then the phone like doesn't he? Take oh, that's it? right. The yeah, phone the, gets like accidentally captain, harpooned. Well, the captain knocks it out of knocks it out of his hand with a harpoon. With a harpoon, yeah. and it doesn't like I, I was picturing like a harpoon like going stab, through the phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, so yeah, Marshall admits that he was afraid Robin will turn into a foxy fish babe. Um, 
because he has like beer goggles. Right. Um, and she starts to, but then she barfs, and then he'll never be attracted to her. And then um, Barney says the only way to unmermaid someone is if she's pregnant. And that's when we realize that Ted's flashbacks were a whole different year. It's when Lily is actually pregnant and is offended that Barney's, like, calling her fat. Yeah. Which, yeah. Um, he calls her a big fat manatee. Or she thinks she's a big fat manatee. No, yeah, that's what he says. You're, yeah. You're like, you're pregnant. Now that you're pregnant, you're just a big fat manatee. Yeah. So Barney actually saved Lily, and she thinks it's sweet because he saved both of them, her and the yeah. baby. But she's still holding an ice cream cone, which actually is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. And then Barney says that there's an addendum to that that, like... She's hot again if she breast breastfeeds, which is hot. Um, yeah, that's clearly... Barney is, A, not accounting for the fact that a lot of people have pregnancy fetishes. That's true. And yeah. also not accounting for the fact that he, his breastfeeding thing is his own fetish. Because I don't think most people are turned on by breastfeeding. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm not turned on by things where there's a little baby involved. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you told me one thing, what? Oh, um, like Pence wouldn't want to see a pregnant woman breast or a, a woman breastfeeding. Yeah. That's why, like, there's so much, like, don't breastfeed in public because, like, there's some weird, like, sexual thing about, like, people feel uncomfortable yeah. about when, it. Remember when John Ashcroft was attorney general at um, whatever building the attorney general works out, there, were, there was, like, statues of, like, justice or whatever, and she's, like, nude or whatever and yeah. he had the statue covered up while he so, was yeah. attorney general if people are uncomfortable so, with breastfeeding they're the perverts they're yeah. showing yes. their bullshit yeah Absolutely. hang ups um sorry friends and mothers if you are uncomfortable by breastfeeding it's fine it's not sexy though <laughs> yeah um, I don't think look if, if that if someone has a breastfeeding fetish I'm not here to judge Right? It's a, that's the thing. Like, it's a, a natural part of... It's yeah. like, you should have a bathroom to use. You should be able to breast... You know, like, it's yeah. something that's natural and normal. Everyone was a baby at one time. That's true. <laughs> it is true. You know, I, I make a statement, and I'm sticking to it. Everyone was a baby at one point. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. Um, let's see, uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, Ted walks into McLaren's in a dress and we don't know why. I guess we'll get to that. Because that's from the next year. That's, that's the future. from the future. The future that, story. Yeah. Cause it where, where jumps around yeah. time wise. Um, uh, Marshall, Marshall's friend. Okay. Zoe admits that she wasn't sick. She felt guilty. Um, about lying, and so she um, she knows that he gets that the captain gets a little murdery, but she wanted them to like spend some time together. Yeah, and so then they're sitting together um, at McLaren's, and they're like, "Well, there's there's nothing wrong with like us hanging out. We have no feelings for each other, right?" Yep. And then we get like the um, ticking mermaid clock. Yeah, we and we don't know one. who. Who it's ticking for, yeah, or who's both. Gonna, yeah. yeah, who's yeah, turning into both. a mermaid. Yeah. And then we get, like, a final tag at the end when Marshall and Barney are sailors again, and right. Barney turns into a mermaid, and Marshall says, like, we need to get to land. Yeah. And that's it. Um, I had a couple of things I wanted to point out or, or, or just bring up and ask about. Um, one is, like, I'm trying to, like, have you ever been in that situation where, like, like like Marshall, I'm asking you, and I'm also asking the friends and mothers. Like Marshall and Robin, where you're like friends with someone generally, but like you've never hung out alone, and then you do. And uh, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not necessarily as awkward as this, but like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Like, um, yeah, we have you and I have friends that we play trivia with. Another couple, mm -hmm. right? And I know them through him and they would come to our barbecues and everything mm -hmm. but for a time she the woman in the couple mm -hmm. 
worked in the same building as I did. Mm-hmm. And we would occasionally get lunch together. And at first it was like, oh, I've been friends with this person for years and have never been one-on-one with them. Yeah. It wasn't awkward or anything, but it was just like... This is new. Yeah, it's just like a new thing. But I'm trying to think, like... Because you and I, I mean, as much as we are a couple, we still have, like... We're friends with each other's friends, but it's still kind of clear, like, mm-hmm. who's whose friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, it would be weird if you... I mean, it would be fine with it, but you would probably be awkward if you and, like, my friend Frank just, like, got lunch together. Yeah. The two of you. Or me and your friend Tanya, like... Yeah. Sat down for a drink together. Yeah, like that would that, be weird. It would be awkward. Yeah. 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 I... Yeah. I'll admit that, like, sometimes if we're, say, like, in a big group of friends and everyone's talking and having a great time and then, like... Me and someone that I kind of don't know, like, are at the bar at the same time. It's kind of like, hey, (laughs) you again? Like, good day. Like, it doesn't have to be awkward and it shouldn't, but because I'm naturally socially awkward. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we're not protective over each other's friends. Oh, God, no. Yeah. If you wanted to go get dinner with Frank that'd be fine I don't think that's a risk just kidding I love Frank Uh, literally everybody who knows Frank loves Frank he's a really lovable guy Uh, All right. Um, the other thing I wanted to point out that I liked okay obviously you have already hinted that they're eating Chinese food when uh, at the the beginning they're eating out of like what I thought were especially large containers and also that scene goes on so long that I kept I was obsessed with Neil Patrick Harris not eating Multiple times, he, like, reaches his chopsticks in, pulls out what, like, is supposed to be, like, a pepper or, like, an orange chicken or something, mm-hmm. and then doesn't eat it. I was, like, watching him, like... Not eat the pepper. Yeah, because yeah. they're not, they're probably not real or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I liked the detail that once Bob Saget Ted realizes that the fight between Lily and Barney happened at a different date, we cut back to the same general setup, except... General setup? General setup. Uh... Where the gang is all sitting around eating Chinese food, but they're not eating out of the cartons. They're eating off of paper plates, yeah. like to just to differentiate yeah. the two scenes. Yeah. I like that that touch. Yeah. And and pregnant Lily's like massive plate of like chow mein and wontons looked delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's supposed to be like a funny joke when Neil Patrick Harris like sets the beer like just above what would be Lily's pregnant belly. So it's like him doing magic, which we know he's a magician in yeah. real life. Yeah. So that's kind of like under the umbrella a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because he's then, done magic on the show before too. So t- like, yes. Yeah. So like Ted knows that the beer was placed in that exact spot but didn't know if he it was magic two two or yeah. a pregnant and then yeah. 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 But uh yeah, now I'm craving well you and I someone recently went to uh a restaurant here in Los Angeles called Genghis Cohen. Oh which yeah, we got their, some Chinese food. Yeah, but their whole deal, Genghis Cohen is like this is Chinese food but like you would get on the East Coast. Yeah. Which is like a different kind of Americanized Chinese food. Yeah. Um anyway. <clears throat> so that that sort of fills that craving. Um where are we? Uh funniest moments, what do you got? Okay. I love when um when Marshall and Robin are like pretending they're friends and she calls him uh, Marsh Madness and he calls her Robocop. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's good. Yeah. Um, mine are just, well, we already, already said Zoe answering the phone ahoy. That was funny. The other ones of mine are just um, hmm. Captain related. Yes. When he knocks <laughs> the phone out of uh, Ted's hand with the harpoon, he goes, Oh bother! <laughs> like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> and then he also says, "Just jesting for sport." Yeah, when he says something like threatening. Yeah. And Ted's like, "You gotta stop doing that." And he's like, "Oh, I'm just jesting for sport." Yeah, because he also says, <laughs> "Ah, vast is the sea, deep, endless." <laughs> so yeah, very ominous. He gets very murdery. Yeah, and Everyone he, he like screams when he's like, "No one can hear you out here." Ah, and he like gets like psycho screaming and yeah. stuff, and like. Uh, yeah, the opening, the first scene on the boat when he, like, recreates Marshall's, like, separating the eyes from the smile thing with the shadows. He steps forward with the big, and all you can see is the bottom of his face. And then he steps forward again, and all you can see is the top half. It's very, yeah. everything about Kyle McLaughlin in this episode He's is great. very funny. He's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talked about, like, the Marshall and uh, Robin's, like, awkward conversation. But when she says, December chill, so great. <laughs> And then the whole eye twitching thing I thought was funny. Yeah. 
That's it. Should we move on to how I met your mother would make it fashion? All I have for this is Marshall is a hunky sailor. Oh, you liked Marshall as a hunky sailor? Yeah. Okay, I liked Marshall's, and I think you're going to disagree with me. But uh, when they finally, when he and Robin come home and they're drunk, he's wearing like a leather, like belted, like sort of half trench coat with epaulets or whatever. It looks very like, he looks like 70s sleazeball, but I liked I it. Oh, I would like it too. I guess I didn't notice. Yeah, I liked it. Um, Christmas is just around the corner, you know? You're going to get me a... It's a, it's a lean year. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I'll, I'll start with Under the Umbrella. Okay. We have two different sets of rules. We have Lily's rules yeah. for married people hanging out without their spouses, and we have uh, the mermaid theory. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also gay panic, of course, at the end. Mm-hmm. we got to find land. Mm-hmm. And then I liked this. Uh, reminding us that Marshall very much believes in cryptids, like uh, mm-hmm. Bigfoot or whatever. Because yeah. when Garney is like, do you know where the the mermaid myth came from? And, and Marshall's like, myth? It's a myth, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Um, yeah, we talked about MPH magic, also fat phobia. Like, Lily doesn't want to be fat, and neither does yeah. Barney. Um, and just the idea of, like, a manatee, like, calling an unattractive woman a, man- a manatee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mm. And also there was, like, uh, Barney, like, placing a bet on everything. Marshall's like, I don't remember this mermaid theory being a bet. Because yeah, everything funny. is, like, yeah. money yeah. related. Um, that's all I have. Uh, we have some similarities that we discussed already. Should I get into it? Yeah, let's go right into similarities. Then. Chinese food delivery. Also, outsiders entering the group and having some issues. So, Janine, we talked about you like when the, an outsider enters a group. Yep. So, Zoe is also introduced to the group. Yeah. Um, also, lying about being sick. Janine. I have that one, gets, too. Um, Janine and Zoe. Yeah. Um, uh, the idea that um, Ross is a boring lecturer and so is Ted. We talked about <laughs> that true. before. Yeah. yeah. And then also, like, couple... Um, couple goals like porch friends um oh, monica yeah. and chandler are so excited to have another couple to date and so are lily and marshall well, that is something friends and mothers if you are not in or never been in a long-term relationship you don't understand like how valuable like couple other friends? couples are yeah yeah it's so weird but like we like always desire to hang out with other couples i hate myself but i'm like do you think they like game nights do you think they like wine and game nights what about like craft beer and games do you like cards (laughs) (laughs) um um also kind of like talking about um historical periods days of yore yeah oh yeah yeah um, I had a really specific one. Okay. That is, uh, I didn't mention this in Make It Fashion, but the jacket that Monica is wearing when they come from the movies and the captain's, like, red sea windbreaker are remarkably similar. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Like, a very similar style and color. Okay. Oh, I just came up with one. Okay. Um, mythical creatures, the mermaid and fire-breathing dragon in the magna. <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh, all right, well, I think it's time to play favorites. Three, two, one, friends. friends. Yeah. Yeah. I, I How many mothers starting to get real sweaty with some of these things, mm-hmm. you know, like the, uh, the mermaid thing, and I didn't like all the, like, yeah, eye broccoli, I didn't like that kind of uh, mean joke. Um, oh, also guest stars. Oh, McPherson, Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. We don't have any correspondence to catch up on. Really? Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, Friends and mothers, we haven't given you enough um, calls to action, I guess. Well, I want to know about, have you ever like been in a situation where you hung out with a, someone you've known a long time but have never been alone with? I want to know about that. Yes. I want to know how you feel about empty belt loops. Yes. I want to know how about how, uh, whether or not there was a knight in the magna with the with the fire-breathing dragon. Yeah. Or if it was just a fire-breathing dragon. Yeah. Uh, breathing fire all by himself. Also, what is the appropriate Chinese food takeout order? Yeah, that's a... That's a Classic. Evergreen, yeah, yeah. for us. Um, uh, yeah, now it is time to... Oh, yeah, if you're an East Coaster... 
are you partial to that style of Chinese food? Which mm-hmm. I feel like is very similar to what I got in the Midwest, too. Yeah. I just think in in Southern California, um, it's a little bit different, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's it's also good. Also, so, uh, what's your favorite uh, big, big box uh, furniture? <laughs> yeah. Purveyor. Yeah. Um, I'm not an expert in Chinese food, mm-hmm. but I know that people who are say that um, the San Gabriel Valley mm-hmm. in Los Angeles County has some of the best uh, and most authentic Chinese food in the country. Yeah. Um, I know we went, we went once we got some some Chinese soup or something after we got our taxes done in Hacienda Heights, which is in the San Gabriel Valley. Yeah. But I haven't really explored that area. It always comes that. up on lists, yeah. but yeah, we should do like a dumpling tour. Yeah. Take a day, get yeah. some, see if we, maybe we can find another couple who like dumplings. And <laughs> we can drive around the San Gabriel Ooh. Valley eating dumplings. <laughs> All right, let's move on to my favorite segment to introduce. It's called, How Were We Doing? This is where we look at what was happening in the world on the days that these episodes aired. So... Season 6, episode 11 of Friends, the one with the apothecary table, aired on January 6th, sorry, Thursday, January 6th, 2000. A date which did not let, did not yet live in infamy, January 6th. Um, But, uh, yeah, so the world survived Y2K, things didn't fall apart. (laughs) Um, But, uh, unfortunately, I have a sad one. Mm. Uh, the last Pyrenean ibex was found dead. It is now the Pyrenean ibex is a an extinct species, and it was found dead uh, apparently because a tree fell on it, mm. and it was the last one. There hasn't been another one seen since January six two thousand. Oh. It's an extinct species now. Um, top five songs in the U.S. on that day. Wait, didn't we hear? We heard one of the chart toppers in Vegas. We went to Vegas. Oh, yeah, we heard, we uh, heard a remix of Like a G6 by Far East Movement. Yes. Yeah. Uh, top five songs in the U.S. Oh, don't tell me. Did you change the... Okay. They changed the layout of the site, so hold on. Um, top five songs in the U.S. Okay. Uh, number five, Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. I forgot about the mm. misdemeanor part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hot Boys? Mm, I love her, but I don't know that song. Okay. And number four, Whitney Houston, My Love is Your Love. Uh, at number three, Jessica Simpson, I Want to Love You Forever. You know, I've been listening to Adam Green lately. Um, people know him as Half of the Moldy Peaches, but he's mm-hmm. put out a number of solo albums. Including a Hanukkah song? Including a Hanukkah song, which is not great. But, like, like Moldy Peaches, a lot of this stuff is kind of jokey, but it's often very smart and uh, emotional, too. Mm-hmm. And he has a song called Jessica that is, like, about Jessica Simpson, but... It's actually a really good song. Hmm. Uh, anyway. Um, and number two, Brian McKnight, Back at One. Uh, and at number one, I don't know if you know this song, it's called Smooth, it's by Santana. <laughs> Season six, episode 11 of How I Met Your Mother, <laughs> The Mermaid Theory, aired on Monday, December 6th, 2010. <laughs> as far as what happened in the world on this day. Oh, this is, this is like... Uh, do you remember the WikiLeaks uh, leaks of diplomatic cables in from like American diplomats? Kind of. So for November and December of 2010, a bunch of uh, what were supposed to be you know classified cable communications uh, got released by WikiLeaks, and uh, December 6th was one of the last ones. Um, and it revealed things such as Hillary Rodham Clinton, Secretary of State uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton, um, talking about how Saudi Arabia is the most significant source for funding Sunni terrorist organizations worldwide. Uh, not something that the State Department probably wanted Saudi Arabia to read. Right. Um, it also... Diplomatic cable saying the Prime Minister of Australia suggested using a uh, military force against China. There's a bunch of some some really revealing stuff on on that. Yeah. Uh, and that was released on that day. Top five songs in the US on this day. I have to navigate this new, the new layout of this site. 
uh, to find it. Okay. Uh, and number five, Rihanna, what's my name? What's my name? Right? Uh, and number four, Bruno Mars, just the way you are. And number three, Rihanna again. Only girl in the world. Uh, and number two, a song that I love, because everyone loves it. Anyone who says they don't are lying. Baby, you're a firework. Nittis, come yeah. on, show them what. But I feel like it work. should be saved for Fourth of July. Yeah. Um, or for, did you ever see Rust and Bone with Marion Cotillard? Um, nope. And Matthias Shainertz, I think. Uh-uh. It's not a great movie, but uh, she plays like a, a whale trainer at like a SeaWorld type place, but it's in France or Belgium. Or okay. And there's a scene of her like rehearsing with a whale, uh, a number set to firework okay. by Katy Perry. Okay. Um, uh, we, yeah, we did a while back at Battleship Pretension, we did uh, an episode just discussing some of our favorite needle drops of all time. Okay. And I put that, that one on one there. Of them. Yeah. Uh, and a number one, pink, raise your glass. All right. What's next? One more segment? Um, next yeah. week? One more segment is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both episodes uh, episodes of both shows based only on the episode title. But first, we had to see how we did last week. So I said that Apothecary Table was Monica sends Chandler on a mission to procure an antique table. And let's just say things get upended. That is not what happened. Mm-mm. Um... You said Barney's ideal woman is something of a mermaid. A siren, you might say. No. 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 We were both wrong, so we remain tied at two on the season. Uh, I'm going to look up next week's episode titles, but I'm going to need you to vamp with yep. the brand new Holiday Fearless yeah. Flyer. Apple crumble pie. Vegan gingerbread loaf. Figgy cheddar. Organic jumbo cinnamon rolls. Holiday vegetable hash. Uncured bacon wrapped porchetta. Okay. Season 6, episode 12 of Friends is called The One with the Joke. The One with the Joke. The One with the Joke. I'm going to say. Um, this is the one where Ralphie Cifaretto makes a joke about Ginny uh, Sacramento's weight, and it gets back to <laughs> John Sacramento because little Polly tells Polly, and Polly tells Johnny Sack. Oh wait, different show. Um, the one. the <laughs> the one with the joke. Um, I wonder if. See, I'm just like borrowing from other sitcoms. Because, of course, How I Met Your Mother had the thing where, like, they explained um, Allison Hannigan being gone for her pregnancy because, like, Barney told a joke that was so filthy that she wouldn't talk to any of them for, like, a month or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then I'm also, also thinking of um, uh, the um, Seinfeld with the, like, hello, la, 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 like, where... Um, Jerry and his friends have a joke about his girlfriend's belly button and what it sounds like when it talks yeah. and they choose the joke over her. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say that, um, uh, okay. I'm going to say, uh, Chandler tells an unfunny joke. If you can imagine and refuses to apologize for it. Okay. Okay? Okay. Season 6, episode 12 of How I Met Your Mother is called False Positive. Okay. Um, So, maybe this is too obvious, but I think it's a pregnancy test for Lily. And she gets a false positive, and um, maybe people show their true colors. Uh, like maybe. Oh, okay. 
Um, Lily gets a false positive on a Prager's test. Um, and we get a glimpse at how people really feel about uh, Lily's uh, pending. See how the gang. Let's see. Really feel. Yeah. Okay. We did it. We did it. That's it. That's the episode. Uh, you can find the podcast wherever you found it. You already did that. Good job. You're good at that. Um, but you can find a post for every episode at battleshipretention.com. You can leave a comment there. You can uh, email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Blue Sky at what am I? Davy Pretension. Mm hmm. Um, my other podcast is called Battleship Potential. We talk about movies there. Um, Natalie, where do you want people to find you on the internet? I don't. Uh, but if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers. Uh, give us five stars. Why don't you? And if you don't think and we deserve it, let us know. Um, also, belt loops, yay or nay, with belts. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chinese food order. Yeah, hashtag belt it out. What's the other one? Dragon night or no night? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mermaids versus dragons. Which one is better? Yeah. Ha- yeah, hashtag oh what a night or oh not a night. Yes. <laughs> or hashtag oh not a night. That's the one. That's it. <laughs> um, or you can just tell us whatever you want to tell us. Yeah. yeah. Until next time, we'll be at the Colonial Flea Market. <laughs> <laughs>